uh, now the 20 miler is almost like just like a, not that it's easy at all. I, I don't think it's ever going to be easy, but um, you know, I think that's just one of those things where I just I just got to do it. Dizruns Radio episode 888 starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, today's episode of the show is brought to you in part by the folks over at Tailwind, which is definitely my go-to, you know, electrolyte calorie fueling source uh, for for race day. I mean, you know by now that uh, I don't do much fueling for for most runs. Tend to run fasted. Tend to run with with just water. But on race day, I I definitely uh, am not above tilting the odds in my favor, giving myself a little extra, you know, gas in the tank, keeping the uh, the calories flowing. And when I do that. I, I turn to Tailwind. So if you're you're kind of playing with different fueling options this fall and, and kind of trying to figure out what might work for you going into into the new year and hopefully some some more races popping up uh, in in the not too distant future, uh, I definitely would suggest giving Tailwind a shot. If you're a, if you're a Tailwind veteran, if you've been using Tailwind for years, um, obviously keep on keeping on and don't be afraid to uh, to use my old link in either instance to uh, to get your fix or to get your your stash to try for the first time uh, and support the show. So if you just go to disruns.com slash tailwind, it'll direct you right to the tailwind website and uh, you can, you can, you know, go ahead and shop to your heart's content. The prices are, I think exactly the same as what they are on Amazon. Uh, and if you get a couple things, you end up getting free shipping anyway. So it's, you know, it's, it's basically the same thing. You take, you take Bezos out of the picture, you support the show instead of lining his pockets more because uh, his pockets are lined well enough. Let's not kid ourselves there. Um, same great product, same great price supporting the show, which maybe is supporting a great show. I don't know. That's, that's for you to decide, but, uh, go ahead and, and check it out and, uh, let me know what, what flavors you get. Uh, I, I can't speak for the uh, recovery stuff. I've heard from some folks that the recovery stuff isn't the greatest, but, uh, you can try that if you're so inclined. Uh, but when it comes to, you know, actual, the, the fueling stuff, you know, the, the mid run fuel, um, my, my money is on, uh, the green tea is a good one. If you like a little caffeine, the, uh, the orange is pretty good. If you like a little non-caffeine, if you mix the orange and the, the lemon, that's pretty good stuff right there. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying disruns.com slash tailwind. And now without any further ado, let's go ahead and uh, dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today's guest is someone that, uh, I was able to meet in person, uh, last year at the, or well, maybe a couple years ago, depending on when you're listening to this in the uh, 2019, uh, Marine Corps marathon, we had a little, little get together, uh, for some folks that listened to the show before the, the race at the expo. And, uh, he was there. So we got to say hi and, and chat a little bit. And, uh, since then I've gotten to know him even uh, a bit better, uh, thanks to obviously being a little bit more connected on social media, but also listening to uh, his podcast. So as you know, you get to know me pretty well listening to the show. I got to, I got to know him listening to his show a little bit. Uh, and uh, recently, as, as this episode comes out, we have uh, kind of joined forces along with eight other folks to uh, virtually run around the world as part of the, uh, the Craw 50,000K uh, virtual race. Uh, and I think as we're recording this, we're, we're in Colombia now. By the time you're listening to this, we're not going to be in Colombia anymore. We might be 
Hopefully, we won't even be in Ecuador. Hopefully, we'll be in Peru. Uh, but anyway, that's that's getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, in addition to being a runner and also, obviously, a fellow podcaster, today's guest is also a husband, a father, and uh, he's been on the TV for 20-plus uh, years as a, as a news anchor. Uh, so he, he knows he knows this whole talking and broadcasting thing, so it'll be uh, smooth sailing today for sure, and it's a pleasure to be able to welcome Mr. Jason Dennis to the show. To the show. So uh, thanks for joining us today, Jason. Appreciate it. Thanks very much, Denny. You know, we should have tried to plan it out where we kind of met like in person in Peru or somewhere where we <laughs> should be running virtually right now. That would have been great. Right. Yeah, that would have been that would have been even more of an endeavor than lining this up online. But yeah, that would have been it would have been fun if we could have made it work. That's for sure. Uh, and, and guys, if you want to connect with Jason, if you haven't done so already, he's got uh, got all the handles in all the places. So it's it's, uh, you know, get your get your notepad out or, you know, you can always go back to the show notes to find this stuff of course uh, on twitter the handle is at jason dennis wtvm which uh, obviously that's related to his, his new cha- news channel a little bit jason dennis wtvm on twitter instagram at jason a dennis uh, and on facebook just jason dennis just his name you know just like you find anybody on facebook that's that's an easy one to find uh, and of course uh, we'll always have everything linked up in the show notes disruns.com slash 888 is the link for the show notes today that's an easy one to remember as well just three three eights uh, and we'll have everything linked up there links to the podcast links to I was just recently on uh, the run the race podcast which is Jason's show so we'll have that link there as well if you uh, want to listen to uh, to the tables be turned the other direction him be the host me be the, <laughs> the guest getting grilled uh, we'll have that all set up as well and uh, everything disruns.com slash 888 so uh, Jason You've listened to the show once or twice, so you, you know uh, you know what's coming. So I don't need to, to beat around the bush too much and try to really really prop you up. I'll just go ahead and ask: What is your favorite distance to race, and why? Well, um, kind of a, a little bit of a two-edged answer to that. Um, like you, I am trying to run a marathon in all 50 states. So I've gotten 13 done so far. So I guess the easy answer would be the marathon because. You know, 26.2 miles, you know, five, six years ago, I would have never thought I would do something like that. Uh, now I'm trying to run a bunch of them. And it's one of those things where, you know, um, half marathon, I'm not really kind of spent or, or my body's not wasted away mm-hmm. uh, where I can actually survive the rest of the day. Uh, the, with a marathon, it's a challenge. It's kind of like, you know, it's going to be that grind for, for four hours or, or, or maybe even five hours. <laughs> but really the, the true answer and the, the tougher answer for me uh, is probably 20 miles. Mm. Uh, and that's not really like a race distance, but for me, uh, like, uh, you know, and, and maybe a lot of runners and just people in life in general, the, uh, the journey is often more important, uh, or is more important than the actual race or finish line. And so, you know, all that training that you do leading up to a race or marathon, for like four months or something, obviously the long run being the 20 miler, the magic distance mm-hmm. that, uh, for me is, um, you know, is, is so important. And I look forward to that. Like I'm going to go out there and bust it for three and a half hours and, uh, just kind of do it because that's part of what I need to do to get ready for the real thing. So probably my true answer is probably 20 miles. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's uh, I think that might be a first, uh, as, as far as a, a unique answer. Uh, and, and I, I, I can embrace that. And it's actually, you know, that th- you mentioned 20 miles and kind of where that fits into the training, training, you know, leading up to a marathon conversation I've had with, with some folks recently, uh, coaching folks and also just on social media as, as well. Um, uh, and, and I'd love to get your take on it since you brought up the number and, and the marathon being your other distance, which is these, you know, these two kind of co- collate, Coalate? I don't know if that's the right word, but whatever. We'll, we'll go with it. Um, <laughs> it does, yeah. When, 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 you're, when you're getting ready for a marathon, you know, and, and that 20 miler is part of that buildup, do you feel like that 20-mile that long run is in some ways um, 
more difficult, uh, more more uh, of a struggle sometimes than than the actual twenty six point two itself on on race day. Um, because I feel like that is the case sometimes, and and obviously. Um, or at least, you know, a part of that reason for me is that, you know, race day, when, when we have proper races again, like there's the excitement in the air, there's the electricity, there's the taper. So you're a little more rested going into it versus that, that 20 miles. Usually it's, it's maybe by myself or just with one or two other folks. Um, and, and there's not that extra excitement. It's you waking up at the crack of dawn to get out there before it gets too hot in the, in the Florida summer for you in the, in the Georgia, Georgia summer. That's almost as long as our summer. Um, yeah. do, do you feel sometimes like that, like that 20 miler almost feels, feels longer or more difficult than 26.2? Well, you know, in about four years of doing these 20 mile training runs, I, you know, I think that it's about half and half. I think mm-hmm. that some of them are, are, I feel great during and after some of them, I feel like just, you know, dog like crap mm-hmm. for the, the, you know, for a lot of it or afterwards as well. So it's like anything, some, some days you have, you know, good days in terms of runs or some days you have bad runs. And so, but for me, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it's harder. Um, you know, it depends on, you know, did I get enough sleep right. or what did I eat the night before? Um, how am I feeling and, and that kind of thing. And, and uh, because I feel like I do get better rest before a 20 miler, uh, versus like the, the sleep you get the night before a marathon, mm-hmm. because the 26.2 and you, like you said, the adrenaline and everything, I feel like that, you know, I don't, I don't sleep as well. Cause I'm, I'm excited. I got the, you know, jittery, um, you know, nervousness going on. Um, but that 20 miler is just one of those things where I just, it's almost like just putting your head down mm-hmm. and doing it and knowing that that's, that's part of the process. And, um, I used to like, you know, do like low volume marathon training plans where I did, I didn't do as many miles. I would run like four or five times a week and I do one 20 miler at the most. And now, you know, I've done training plans where I do two or three 20 milers, you know, almost like every other weekend, mm-hmm. uh, before that, you know, three or four week taper. So, uh, now the 20 miler is almost like, just like, a, not that it's easy at all. I, I don't think it's ever going to be easy, but, um, you know, I think that's just one of those things where I just, I just got to do it. Like the, with the, the Nike slogan, just do it. <laughs> that's kind of the attitude, like just, just go and, 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 and then you can eat what you want. That's, that's kind of, <laughs> for me, that's my reward. Okay. I can eat uh, pizza or whatever else I want, uh, after burning, uh, how many ever calories it is like 2000 or 3000 calories maybe yeah something like that it, it's uh no shortage of calories burned over the course of a 20 mile that's <laughs> that's for sure um you know as as at least what what I like to do with these these you know interviews these conversations whatever you want to call them is just kind of take it take it where it goes sometimes and and uh, since you mentioned kind of the the different training philosophies that you've followed over the years I'd be curious to to kind of hear maybe what what caused that switch so you said earlier in your your running running days running career kind of lower volume uh not as many of the the 20 mile long runs leading up to a marathon um what what made you kind of rethink that that strategy or or decide to maybe try to to touch 20 a couple more times in the lead up to uh to a race instead of just that that one single time yeah well the the a friend of mine who um was you know he's about five years older than me and uh, he had run several marathons. I'd never run one before. So, you know, I think it's important if you find somebody that you know that's done it before uh, and they, they have some wisdom, they have kind of can tell you the pros and cons of doing something, how to do it. So he kind of ran with me and coached me and, and helped me through, um, you know, kind of uh, training for my first marathon. And he gave me this this kind of one size fits all, which I know what you, you love. <laughs> uh, it was called the Rookie Marathon Training Plan, which I'm sure is easy to look up and find. So I did that, and it was, it was very low volume, probably the lowest volume you could get. 
Uh, it included a 20-miler about a month out. And so I, I did that for the first several marathons. And and um, I found that, you know, my, my quads hurt pretty bad at mile like 20 or 21 during the, the actual race. Um, but uh, I just I've just learned over time from more experienced runners that the more you run, uh, the, uh, you know, in terms of that volume, as long as you don't overdo it, the, uh, you know, the better, you know, you, you, uh, are, are able to kind of survive those mm-hmm. 26.2 miles. And so, um, and, and for me, I've always been, uh, my routine's been like, you know, running five days a week, uh, strength training another day and then rest completely another day. That was kind of my thing for like two or three years, but um, and, and you won't like this, <laughs> but uh, I'm now on a run streak. Mm-hmm. So I'm at about 165 days right now. And uh, that's thanks in part to our friend Lazarus Lake mm-hmm. and the uh, great virtual race across Tennessee. So back in May when I when we ran these, you know, this the, all this uh, distance, uh, this thousand K uh, you know, virtually over the summer, I decided, well, I'm just going to try to run every day and just see how it goes, even if it's just a mile or whatever. And so I've pretty much averaged a 10K over the last five or six months. Uh, and that's, you know, some days it'll be 15 miles, some days it'll be two, you know. Right. Um, and so uh, that's kind of been the thing for me and trying to find a way not to overdo it. Um, but uh, I think for me now it's just, you know, the, the more volume I've found that my body is not quite um, as spent mm-hmm. when I'm doing these long runs, it's like, my body's like, okay, we've, we've, uh, I think we, we understand and we we're used to the suffering. Um, and as I'm right here next to Fort Benning and they have a, a philosophy, uh, in the army, it's, uh, embrace the suck. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what as a runner, sometimes you just do. And, um, and I think that running more, uh, more miles has helped me, embrace the suck uh, better i think <laughs> yeah I, I think there's something something to that and and you know of, of course you can like like you said as as well you can take it too far like there is there is a point where more isn't better um right. and some runners certainly get there but it, but i do think that that you know a lot of times especially when we're when we're newer in the sport of course you want to build up appropriately you don't want to do too much too quickly because that's going to really increase your your risk of injuries but uh, a lot of times, you know, if, if we can fit in some more miles into into our busy schedules and make sure that we're still taking time to recover and, and doing all the, the little things that need to be done, um, I, I agree that there is there is value in getting more volume in because it, you know, your body adapts, right? Your body adapts. It gets stronger. You get more efficient um, it, it, and it figures out how to, to handle the load. And so, you know, if you can keep, you know, again, not not saying everybody just go out and run a thousand miles tomorrow, but like you know, increasing gradually, increasing slowly, whether you want to follow the, the 10% rule hard and fast, which I'm more of like, eh, you know, kind of a guideline than, than hard and fast. But again, like there's, there's a, a way to increase and, and you seem like you found a, a good, a good little way to do that. And then if streaking is part of it, I mean, we all know where I stand and then where I threw you under the bus in the Q and a episode last, last uh, month anyway, or whenever well, I, the, I came out from, I came out from under the bus. Yeah. I'm all right. You know, you, it's, you it's survived a few scrapes and bruises. You, know? <laughs> you, you survived. Um, but, but in all seriousness, if it, if it works for you and it, and you enjoy it, I mean, that's, that's the name of the game, right? Like if you, if you enjoy getting out there running every day, keeping that streak alive, then, then more power to you. So, um, turning back the clock a little bit, Jason, how'd you get, how'd you get started in the sport? Is it, is it something that's, uh, been a long part of your life or something that, uh, kind of came about? I know you said like four or five years ago, you wouldn't have even thought about running marathons, but were you running at all at that point or how'd you get started in the sport to begin with? Well, you know, growing up, um, I grew up in North Carolina, and so basketball was mm-hmm. king. And so I played basketball, I played tennis. I was all about fast-paced sports. 
And uh, for for me growing up, and this maybe a lot of people can relate to this, running was really punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you you know for for practice or whatever, if you weren't giving effort or or you know that kind of thing, you would they'd make you run sprints. We we called them suicides in basketball, hitting every line. And so running was really a punishment. And I remember I had asthma as a kid. So when we had to run that one mile, I think in elementary school or junior high. And for as part of the presidential fitness test, uh, I remember at the end of that mile, I gave it all my effort and I would throw up because I was having issues with my breathing and my asthma. I've kind of grown out of that since then. But um, fast forward to when I was about 37 years old, I'm 44 now. And so when I was 37, I was like, man, I keep doing these diets. I you know, yo-yo up and down. I'll, I'll lose 20 pounds. I'll gain 20 pounds back. And I kind of back and forth. And so I was just fed up with that. And I said, what, you know, I want to lose 25 pounds and I you know, want to make it stick. And so I got with a personal trainer a little bit, ate better. But one thing that's kind of, you know, stayed with me is the running. I, I did the couch to 5K, C2 5K, great training program for, for beginners and And uh, it's just three times a week for 30 minutes. And I did that. And uh, I just kept going. And I I was I ran a few 5Ks. I was like, oh, that's great. And then I said, well, maybe I could try, you know, six mile or a 10K. And so I I kept moving on up. And I had friends that were in this in the sport of running and they kind of inspired me. And and I was like, okay, well, maybe I could try this. And so I just kept moving up to the marathon. And so now it's just kind of stuck. I'm I don't know if I'm, I can say I'm addicted to running, but uh, I feel like that it's now part of my uh, my DNA, part of my life. And uh, now, obviously, it's uh, every an everyday thing. And so that's kind of how I got started with it. And, but I, and there was never like, you know, when I got started seven years ago, it was I didn't have ideas that I was going to run a marathon in all 50 states mm-hmm. or that I was going to run streak. And it was kind of funny because. My, uh, you know, um, I've, I had a day a few weeks ago where I hadn't run yet. It's been a busy day and kind of stressful. And, and, um, my son was like, you know, uh, he's 16. He was like, are you going to, you're going to do your, your run streak, right? You're going to go out there. It was like 11 o'clock at night. You need to get out there, dad. And, and then my wife uh, was like, you know, well, you need to go, you need to go ahead and keep, <laughs> keep the streak going. And, and so I didn't even know that they I cared about it. Um, so that, that's kind of where we're fast forwarded to today. So, um, it's kind of crazy to think about it and who knows what's in my future. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever run like a 50 miler or a hundred miler, but, um, but I'm enjoying it. So that's the key is, is, you know, I, I want to kind of keep doing that nice, easy runs most of the time and, and going out the door and listening to podcasts and music. And, mm-hmm. and so for me, and it's, it's a good kind of, uh, for mental health too. It's kind of oh, gotten man. me where, uh, I kind of in my own head, I can, uh, whether it be, uh, you know, praying or, or listening to music or a podcast, I just, um, I can go out there and just have some time where I'm uh, not having to worry about work or kids or anything else, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, I think that that's something that, that, uh, everybody, uh, to some level at least kind of appreciates about running right now, just being able to, to get out there and, you know, even if you've got your phone with you to listen to whatever you're listening to or whatever, it's, it's like, man, it, there's, there's no distractions, you know, unless, unless you're really looking at, you know, some people obviously can't completely turn all the notifications off. But for me, it's like, if, if the, if the phone vibrates while I'm listening to it, like, whatever, I, I'm not looking at it. Like it's not, it, it can wait for another 20 minutes until I finish my run or whatever. So it is just a chance to kind of get away, unplug a little bit and, and just really kind of reset, um, whether you're listening to something or praying or whatever it is you're doing. Um, and, and I also, you know, appreciate how you said that, 
you know, when you got started, you had no idea where things were going to end up. Um, but you just kind of got started and, and, you know, as you go, different opportunities, different goals come up, different, uh, you know, peer pressures probably played a part too. You know, you get, you get connected with the running community, whether it's in person or, or online. And it's like, oh, well, you know, if you can do this, like, wh- why don't you do that? Why don't you run a marathon? Why don't you, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And, uh, pretty soon you're, you, yeah, you know, you've got this goal of, of running a marathon in every state. So, uh, Lots of folks know that's one of my goals as well. But uh, w- when did you decide to, to put that on the uh, the list of, of things to try to do as you had gotten farther and farther into the sport of running? Uh, it was probably the uh, maybe the like the fourth marathon in something like that. I, I ran the Nashville Rock and Roll, which uh, um, was maybe not the wisest choice for the first <laughs> one because they call it Rolling Hills, and yeah. there's about twenty of the twenty of those Rolling Hills. So that was a an interesting uh, start. And then I went to Disney World. I did the Disney Marathon, which you're very familiar with. Which, which that might have been a better first marathon because that one is pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. flat. <laughs> I, and I did stop and take pictures with some of the characters. So I wasn't in a big hurry. I wasn't trying to PR. And and um, then I did the, the Soldier Marathon here at Fort Benning, which is great. Um, and uh, you get to run on, on Fort Benning on the Army Post. Um, so probably after that, probably, you know, a couple years into my marathon, you know, running, uh, I was just doing like one, maybe two a year. And I was like, man, you know, uh, this would be a great opportunity to to travel the country and see, you know, a lot of states I haven't been to. And and um, so I, I we had a family vacation out in Arizona. So I did one kind of in the Phoenix area. So kind of combining like family vacations and different trips. And we're not able, all able to kind of go all at once, all four of us, my, my family. So I've actually taken my son on several trips. He's been with me to Houston for the marathon there, and he ran the 5K. Uh, he's a teenager. And then uh, he went with me to Ohio, where I ran the Air Force Marathon, and he ran the 5K. And so it was kind of a nice father-son mm-hmm. uh, bonding experience. So he recently went with me to Indiana, where I did an endurance race. Again, he ran the 5K. And so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great time for us to, to spend together and, and get away. And you can combine. Sometimes it'll be me solo or me going with a friend and and um, so I think that, you know, that that's kind of how it got started. And uh, I've got 13 down. So it's it's kind of maybe a decade more of doing this. Maybe we'll see if COVID uh, kind of allows us to have races again. I, you know, I'm hoping so. I, I'm, I'm shooting for a, a marathon in December, possibly down in Mississippi. So, I, I you know, it's kind of cool. I'm thinking about these different states and but it is it, it can be expensive, too, as, as you well know, because it's you know, you have to fly or drive somewhere and get a hotel and. And, um, so you have to, you have to budget for it just like anything. It's part, it's like a, it's almost like a, a car payment. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, there's, there's a lot of logistics to go into it. I mean, everybody knows, you know, you plan it for a race, there's, there's logistics, but that, then, yeah, when it's, when it's, you know, figuring out when to travel and, and where to go and, and all the, the travel situations and then, um, you know, times 50, you know, or at least, at least times, times, I guess times 49. Cause one, one is your home state. So that one's a little bit easier to figure out, but yes. then you start, you start broadening the, the horizons a bit. Um, and it, and it starts to become a, become a thing. Um, do, do you have, uh, I, I've talked to folks that have done or either in the process or have done, uh, you know, some of these, these, you know, every state type of, of situations, um, where they have different rules in place. Like I want to get under a certain amount of time or I want to, um, it has to be, you know, like just various rules in place, you know, uh, even to the, to the extent of like, it has to be an official race or can you just go and run, you know, like if you just happen to be on vacation somewhere and like, there's no proper race, but like, I'm going to go out and run 26.2. Does that count? Like, like what, what kind of quote unquote rules, if any, do you have in place for, for your, uh, challenge? 
Well, uh, you know, I um, I'm kind of uh, 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 the uh, official rules guy, mm-hmm. so I want to follow. Like, there's a 50 states marathon club, and they have Facebook and all that stuff. So I'm kind of uh, some semi a part of that. And so they have certain rules in place. You have to have a race director. It has to be an official race. And you have to have, I think, at least 15 finishers, you know, rules like mm-hmm. that. So that's kind of what I'm looking for, an official race. Um, so uh, so I can kind of mark that off and and uh, have that uh, be a part of the quote unquote club. I think you can join once you've done 10 marathons. So that, that's kind of my, my thing. And and um, so I, I pretty much stick into the official uh, races. And, and for, for me, for time wise, uh, I'd like to keep all my marathons, the official ones, uh, like less than five hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, my PR right now is like four hours and 16 minutes in uh, in Wisconsin. So I'd love to get under four hours, but I'm not in any rush. Right. You know, I'm, I'm kind of doing my own pace. I'm not putting pressure on myself to, you know, uh, I think I'm an hour away from a Boston qualifying time. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a um, maybe in the deep future as I get older. <laughs> hey, that, so that uh, getting but, older and getting a little bit faster train is not a bad train to be on. I'll tell you that one. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, and as I get older, I think this is part of the midlife crisis too. just trying to, you know, just, and trying to stay fit because mm-hmm. now I'm in my forties, you know, um, I look at a slice of pizza and I can gain weight. And so, um, for me, you know, I also, um, want to keep running and be disciplined, uh, to be able to kind of, you know, eat what I want, not have to like, just, you know, kind of really be strict, strict, mm-hmm. strict. And, um, so that, that's the, the main thing is, is, is uh, enjoying myself and, and keeping on, uh, on running. And, and, you know, you talk about kind of having races on the calendar that you don't do that a whole lot, but for me having a race on the calendar and having a training plan that I've got set, that helps me kind of to be disciplined uh, and not be kind of procrastinating. Like, well, I'll just go out and do a mile or I won't run at all this week or this day or whatever. If I have a training plan in place that I'm going to stick to it. And so having a race on the calendar for me is, is motivating. And so that's part of the reason why I do this 50 state plan. It's like I had this challenge and here's a, you know, a, a means to an end kind of thing. Yeah, I, I understand that. And, and as much as I, you know, you kind of call me out on it, as much as I've said that I don't, you know, need a race on the calendar. I guess, I guess the fact that I still have whatever it is, 39 States or 40 States, you're, you're a couple of States ahead of me, but you know, I've still got at least that many races that, that are out there and they may not all be on the calendar yet. Uh, but maybe that is, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm really being honest, maybe there might be a little bit of that, uh, uh, you know, just knowing what's looming that, that keeps me going. And certainly, yeah, I know lots of folks that haven't, having a race on the calendar, even if it's, you know, six months, eight months, 14 months, like whatever, uh, if it's, if it's there and it's official and it's, 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 it's coming, uh, is, is a big key to helping them, you know, kind of stay on track and keep going. Um, you know, I, I haven't dug too deep into the, the, uh, rules and the regulations and the, uh, the technicalities of the 50 state, uh, club. I, I've kind of looked at it as well. And I'm, like I said, I'm right, right on the cusp. I think I am at, at 10, 11, if you count DC, like does DC count as a state? Like I'm not, a, I mean, I've I technically, obviously it's not a state. But. Well, yeah, we ran that, we ran that together. You actually can count that as Virginia. Uh, because you're running part of it in right. uh, Arlington, I think, mm-hmm. or you end, I think, the Iwo Jima Memorial. So that's that's Virginia. That's uh, that's how I counted it. So. Okay, okay. Well, I already gotten Virginia off the map anyway, so I guess I got Virginia twice now. But but in, in any event, um, you know, the, the technicalities of of ultra running does does ultra running count as a, a marathon for the fifty states, or does it count for you as a as a marathon for the fifty states, or does it have to be again, quote unquote, proper uh, only twenty six point two miles? 
Well, ultra running, yeah, I think officially does count for the club uh, as long as you run at least 26.2 mm-hmm. miles, which obviously with an ultra you would, and as long as it's like an official race. Right. And so I did an endurance race up in Indiana, which was uh, an eight-hour race. And because you're continuously running, I mean, you take breaks mm-hmm. as you want. Like it's not a like a like if you did like a loop where it's just like you know, okay, you run uh, this many miles, and you have to wait until the next time to kind of run that would would not be continuously right. running but i think an endurance race you're just kind of running at you know however much you want i ended up doing about 28 miles there because it was like triple digit <laughs> yeah. heat index it was nuts it was like in the middle of july but it's kind of funny thing is that i just recently ran my first 50k a few weeks ago uh but it was kind of an g thing I, mm-hmm. I, a group of friends were running uh celebrating uh, a few like 50th birthdays and they wanted to run a 50k from one city to another through some bunch of hills and stuff and so they had uh four support vehicles and we uh would run like four or five miles and then stop and kind of wait for the others to walk or run to our mm-hmm. spot and so it was like a no drop run so i ended up doing 31 and a half miles nice. and um so it was great but but i felt better because i think we had like this 20 minute break every, mm-hmm. you know, four miles. And again, that probably wouldn't officially count because it wasn't an official race. But for me, Hey, listen, I ran a 50 K I did it. And, uh, you know, it was, and it was with friends, you know, I mean, I, I'd run probably half the time solo, but it's great to have fellowship with, with other uh, runners and, and, um, you know, some are faster or slower than you. And, but it's, it's great to kind of have that shared, um, interest and, uh, and that probably makes it the pain, uh, you know, maybe less because mm-hmm. you're, you're like smiling and enjoying yourself and laughing, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's something to be said about, you know, just getting out and, and logging some miles with, uh, with a friend or few and, and, um, especially those longer miles, you know, is, is, I mean, that's kind of the, the theme of this show, right. Is like, we're out on, on a, some long run together, or at least an hour, you know, about an hour long run. And, you know, just kind of the conversation goes where it, where it goes. And, um, it's even, even more, uh, enjoyable i think and 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 more organic 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 what a what a word but um <laughs> it, it is though when, when you're actually in person and you're just out there and there's that that period where you might not say anything for a couple minutes everybody's just and then somebody else you get an idea and you throw it out there and, and here we go and we're you know off to to the conversation again so so yeah that's and and you know official race or not if you ran 31 miles like like that's 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 not nothing that's that's something so uh congratulations <laughs> on that that first uh 50k uh, having that, that distance under your belt. Um, yeah. And when, when, when I'm running solo, it's kind of, uh, you know, I, I'm not always running solo because I'm listening to a podcast right. usually maybe half the time. So like, so I'll hear you in my, my head and I, sometimes I want to talk back to you, but you, you're <laughs> not, you can't hear me. Um, but, uh, but it's kind of great. Cause I mean, I think you say in your podcast that like, let's go on a run and have a conversation mm-hmm. and, uh, that kind of thing. And so it's kind of like, you know, that's what a lot of people are doing. They're running while they're listening to, to Diz runs. You know? Oh yeah. I, I hope so at least. And, and, and whatever else they're doing, you know, doing some errands, whatever, whatever it is. I mean, I, Lord knows I've got, uh, you know, podcasts I listen to when I run podcasts, I listen to when I walk the dog, when I'm painting the house, like whatever it is, I've got different <laughs> shows that kind of have different purposes. So, you know, you, you take it where you can get it. Um, speaking of taking it where you can get it, you know, there, there's a segue for you if ever there was one um <laughs> virtual races so we kind of talked about that that uh you know that this year obviously for, for everybody this year has been uh different than any year that that uh, we we can you know uh, arguably you could go back to since since the spanish flu right like this year has been different than any year since then as far as uh pandemic and and not sure what to do and and races obviously being canceled left right and center um and and i know a lot of folks and and you're one of them and i'm one of them and we've d- 
done a couple of them together, have jumped into to some virtual races. So we both did uh, the the virtual race across Tennessee this summer, and, and now we're both doing the uh, the circumpolar race around the world. That's uh, <laughs> is is even even more ridiculous. And thankfully, uh, they they let us have teams for this one because if you're trying to do this one solo, it would take you a, a month of Sundays for sure. But um, you know, being is like you said, someone that appreciates having something on the calendar and a race to work, work towards and, and, you know, running these virtual races, how has that done at, at scratching the itch for you? Um, has it, has it, has it been, you know, nice? Has it not quite hit the, hit the spot, but like, you know, how, how is, how is the, the virtual races that you've done this year kind of helped with, with the lack of, I know you've done a couple races. I know there's more races that are starting to pop up here and there, but, uh, in general, just the, the lack of races that virtual race has been good for you indifferent. Like, like how have you kind of navigated this summer? Yeah, I'm 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 not a fan of virtual races. I, I like to be, you know, in person. You got, you know, the bib and you got the crowd and the finish line and and that kind of thing and the camaraderie and just the, the spirit of the event. So virtual races obviously don't have that. I mean, you can still run a virtual race with other people in your neighborhood or whatever you want to do. And, and, and if it benefits a great cause, great. But it's just not the same for me. Um, I mean, it's, you can it's like a, a training run or just going out there on your own, whatever. Um, but um, but, I, you know, I have tried to find some in-person races. But like you were saying, these these long distance ones like this thousand K over the summer, through quote unquote Tennessee, that um, it was kind of more of motivation, like during mm-hmm. the pandemic, trying to get those miles in. Okay, I don't have a race on the calendar, so what? What's my my carrot uh, that's going to get me to kind of keep running and maybe even running more? Um, you know, so that that's that was part of it for me. And I had we had about twenty of us that were uh, in near kind of where I live that did that uh, great virtual race mm-hmm. across Tennessee together. Now we have Craw with uh, me and another friend here in town joining you and seven others. Uh, and so that's kind of cool because for me, it's like motivation. It's accountability. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like to check our, our team, the results, kind of how we're doing. Like, I don't want to be like, last place on our team not to say that there's anything wrong with that at all but i, I liked and i'm not i'm never going to be first place mm-hmm. um you're usually higher than me you're usually doing uh, i think on average about a, a mile more per day and and uh, so i kind of like like seeing that and, and kind of okay I'll, if i do this you know uh this many miles i'll kind of jump over that person and it's kind of it's kind of a fun competition it's not cutthroat or anything like that and so that's i think the team sport aspect of it is really cool and we'll be doing this for the next uh whatever 15 months or or less um so that that's been cool but yeah virtual races in general have not kind of been my cup of tea i, I did actually just sign up for a, a virtual 5k i think it's one of my first uh through my alma mater uh, elon university in north carolina because they uh it just benefits their athletic scholarships mm-hmm. it was 30 bucks you know i get a shirt so you know it's it's it is like a race that you get like the some of the uh paraphernalia that you normally would get um but yeah it's not that same uh, race day experience, but you know, we got to take what we can get. I mean, right. during this pandemic, I mean, really in, in the great scheme of things, how important are races when, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many people around the world that are dying and, and, uh, people getting sick. And, and so, uh, so I, I, you know, I understand that like racing and running is really not, um, not life or death for me or for anybody else. Um, it's just something that I enjoy to do and it's good for my physical and mental health. And so, uh, when the races, more of them come back on tap and, I don't even know if we're going to have the the big marathons until probably at least a year from now. But uh, but there'll be some smaller ones, some trail runs and races. And so you just have to get, I think, more creative with trying to find one uh, that's open. And, and then you typically, instead of kind of 
registering, you know, three months out, maybe you register two or three weeks out right. because COVID could easily change those plans. And, and, and I'm, you can't be mad at the, the race organizers you know, mm-hmm. and some people are just uh, criticizing. Not at all. I mean, you know, they're going to do what they got to do. Right. They got to follow the state rules. They've, you know, and so, um, so I'm just kind of, you know, just kind of flowing through life and just whatever happens, happens, whether it be just keeping on running every day or going for uh, an official marathon and, you know, it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely will. And, and, you know, as I've said, uh, you know, and not, maybe not in this exact context, but I've said before, you know, the beauty of running is that there's, there's no set rules. Like it, it's all, you know, you, you make it what you want and, and there's different ways that, that we can, that we can all enjoy the, the same, the same sport. And so, you know, right now, maybe it, it, it not maybe right now it definitely is there's fewer races you know the smaller races certainly not the, those big you know the marine corps or the the new yorks the the, the boston's the the you know 20 30 40 50,000 people races like that's just not not going to happen right now um so maybe it's it's a, a multi-day multi-month you know type of a virtual yeah. challenge or um whatever it's it's running without races or running for for causes you know signing up for virtual races to support a cause i mean wh- whatever whatever it is that that we have that that speaks to each person right now to kind of get them through, uh, until, in, until there's a vaccine or until there's, there's more research or until, until whatever, until things start to come back, uh, you know, back online, but not online back in person, um, a, a bit more on the race front, you know, then we can kind of get back into things there. So, uh, shifting gears a little bit before we wrap up, Jason can't, uh, can't have you on the show and not talk about your podcast a little bit. Um, so, so run the races is your podcast and it's, a, a an interesting dynamic because it, it, it's focusing on, on, fitness side of, of things. So running sometimes, but not just running, I mean, fitness in, in all areas, but also uh, kind of the spiritual side of things and, and faith and fitness and faith, I know is, is in the tagline of the show, but uh, curious when, when the, uh, when you decided to, to maybe make a, not make a run at podcasting, but when did you decide to, to add podcasting to your plate? Something, uh, something else that you can do in your, in your busy life. I like that. Make it, make a run at podcast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, it, it was um, last summer. Uh, well, I mean, summer of 2019, um, our, uh, my TV station, uh, WTVM in Columbus, Georgia, they, um, kind of said, well, we do uh, newscasts, we do website, we do social media. Now we're going to add like podcasts to the platform. So if you have an idea, kind of shoot it our way. And I said, okay, well, I listen to podcasts and I, I'd love to host one. And this is an opportunity. They're going to provide the equipment and the platform and all that. So I came up with run the race. Um, uh, for, there's a verse in Hebrews about running the race, a perseverance and finishing strong. And that can apply to anything, whether it be running, you know, life and, um, really anything. And so, um, so it's called run the race. And, um, so I'm about 11 months in now, almost a year and, uh, 40, your, your number, your episode number 42. So that just came out. Uh, and so if people want to listen to, to, to you be on being grilled, being on the <laughs> other side of the mic. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. I mean, some, some guests kind of, you know, focus more on fitness, running, weightlifting, uh, karate, whatever else. And some focus more on faith. I've had some pastors on and, and I think both those kind of intertwine. I mean, I think that, uh, running and, and fitness can be very spiritual. And, and I think, you know, our, our, um, faith walk can be, um, you know, very helpful physically as well. Cause you know, life, you know, is really, uh, and life in a long run are kind of you know, similar because mm-hmm. you go through these peaks and valleys and, and sometimes you deal with pain uh, mentally or, or uh, physically or spiritually, and, and you just have to figure out a way to, to get through it. And so uh, I'm just hoping to inspire people. And that's for me, I, you know, on pretty much all my episodes, I interview someone else because I think other people have really kind of uh, motivational 
and amazing stories to tell about what they've been through, what they've overcome, and uh, how they've leaned on faith and leaned on fitness to, to get through it. And so uh, um, it's really kind of really cool to, to hear their stories. And it's ordinary people that are just doing extraordinary things. And, um, and, and it's cool. And, and I hope that people can relate to hearing some of those stories. And so uh, it's kind of cool. It's been new, new for me because I, I'm used to, you know, I'm a TV news anchor. So I'm used to like being in the studio with the lights and the makeup on and reading a teleprompter. And this is like sitting in a room with a microphone <laughs> and uh, maybe with one other person, maybe by myself and just talking and trying to have energy. So it's a little bit of a different dynamic for me. Um, but it's like anything. And I think you've probably found this too, is just being yourself Mm -hmm. and, uh, having a good time, not trying to be something you're not. And so for me, you know, two of my passions in life are faith and fitness. And so I figured, well, uh, those are things I can talk about, um, and not have to make it up. Right. And, um, so it's, it's been cool. It's, it's, uh, it's been, it's been fun. Um, I'm not, not, not quite, not, not nearly the level of, of Diz runs, uh, maybe in the, in the future, but I know that you built an empire and, and a tribe. And, uh, so, and, and you, and you, you definitely, you know, are one of the, the most more popular ones for me in terms of podcasts to listen to. And so that's been an inspiration and, and, uh, I, I try not to steal from you too much, but, uh, <laughs> but you, but you do a great job and, and, uh, I, I, I enjoy listening really on a weekly basis. Well, I appreciate that. And, and, uh, you know, the, the Rome wasn't built in a day and, and the, the Diz runs empire is, is still, still, still not built. We're, we're still in the early, <laughs> early stages of construction here. And, and I've got, uh, you know, whatever you'd say you're, you're closing in on a year, which, which not for, you know, n- not, not to gloss over that. I mean, I, I don't know the exact stats anymore because I've kind of gotten out of some of the podcasting circles, but I remember when I was, you know, when I first started the show, even the first few years of the show, um, you know, they, they would, they, the kind of running joke, but it was, there were stats to back it up was that, you know, people made it to like six or seven episodes and like there, there was a massive drop off of, of shows that published six or seven episodes. They made it to two months, you know, maybe, um, and, and then fell off. So to be closing in on a year, I mean, that's, that's a huge, uh, accomplishment right there and something you should, should certainly be, uh, you know, not prideful, but take some pride in, you know, and, and, and that you've stuck with it. Uh, I'm sure that, and I, I know, uh, cause I've listened to, to just about all the episodes, um, that it's, you know, things have, have shifted a little bit and it's still basically the same general show, but there's been some things that have kind of evolved a little bit over the, the 11 months. And I'm sure that, you know, as, as you keep going, you'll kind of figure out ways to, to continue to improve and continue to, to optimize and try different things and try this and try that and, and kind of figure it out as you go. And, and, uh, you know, just kudos to you. And, and, you know, you say you're not to my level yet. Well, again, you know, give it, give it another five years, five and a half years and, and, you know, then it'll be more of an apples to apples comparison than uh, I think. I think probably if we really broke it down at eleven months, you're probably way ahead of where I was at eleven months. So you're doing you're doing <laughs> awesome. Um, what what has and, been? Uh, and, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say what what has been kind of you know something that that stands out to you from the the first almost year of of podcasting that that whether it's a story, whether it's just the kind of the process, uh, you know, something that that you really kind of can think of and go, wow, that was that was pretty cool. That you know, whatever whatever it might be. Well, you know, I, I've talked to people um, and, uh, you know, I, I've kind of sometimes it's somebody that I kind of know or like they've done something amazing, outstanding, uh, whether it be, you know, outreaches and in like, a, you know, Africa or doing, you know, a, a interviewed a lady that did like a 200 and plus mile race, you know, did these amazing feats and different things. But, you know, talking to people, um, you learn things about them that you didn't know, mm-hmm. uh, even if you kind of know them a little bit. Uh, like, you know, one of the guys I recently talked to, he's a kind of an urban uh, hip hop 
uh, evangelist. And I didn't realize that half his heart is, is not working. And so mm-hmm. he's pretty much walking around with half a heart and has, a, has to have a pacemaker. I didn't know that about him. So when I interviewed him, it's like, man, this is um, it's amazing. So you, you don't know what people are going through in life. And, and so sometimes people are in a bad mood or they're having a rough week and you just don't know what, what's maybe what's kind of behind, uh, you know, behind the scenes with all that. I interviewed another guy. He was a, he's a, um, a running coach and a, a gym manager. And I didn't realize that he overcame alcoholism. Mm. And so that was a uh, kind of a, that conversation kind of steered that direction. And he talked about, you know, overcoming being an alcoholic and how running and fitness was kind of his avenue out of that. And so that's been for me um, kind of inspirational. And it kind of says that everybody has a story, but everybody, you know, has gone through some really rough stuff sometimes. And so, um, you know, and so I think people can say, okay, well, hey, you know, he's going through or she's going through what I've been through. And so, and if he or she can kind of get through that, then I can get through this, you know, and so it's kind of puts it all in, in uh, perspective. And, and, and for me, you know, um, it just makes me, uh, also, you know, the podcast and the running just makes me thankful for my family because, um, I have a very, very, very patient wife <laughs> and, uh, two teenage kids and, and they allow me to go and, and spend a few extra hours at the office, uh, you know, working on the podcast or, you know, going out and then on a Saturday morning, uh, waking up at 5 a.m. to go on a long run. Um, so those kind of things, you know, it makes you appreciate your family, uh, allowing you the opportunity to do some of these things. And, and um, you know, sometimes like for me, I feel like God is giving me a platform through, you know, TV news anchoring on TV every night, which is great, you know, um, but uh, having the podcast, being able to talk about these things and, and I kind of these these conversations that maybe never would have happened mm-hmm. if it wasn't for, you know, the our run the race podcast. Yeah, the the, the conversations and, and that's one of the things that I think um, for me, at least, and, and not only with with the, the show that I do, but also uh, with the podcast I listen to listen to um, one of the reasons I like not having the, the over uh, polished and produced and, and, you know, cut up and and add the music track and all that type of stuff is exactly what you said. Like, you know, during these conversations, something you never know, I, I, at least I never know uh, exactly what's going to come up. And, and more often than not, I'm surprised that, Oh, wow, I didn't know this, or I didn't know that. And we, and we can dive into it and just kind of the, the, the natural flow of the conversations um, is, is something that I, I really enjoy about the podcast, about just podcasting in general. And, and uh, I'm glad that, that you're able to, to bring that out in some of your guests as well, because, you know, I mean, exactly like I feel with, with, with this show. I mean, you know, so many times I've reached out to folks been like, Hey, do you want to be on the podcast? Well, I, I don't have anything to, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm nothing special. I don't have anything to, to contribute. And it's like, no, I promise you, you do. And sure enough, they, they do. I get feedback. Oh my gosh, that story was great. Whatever it was, uh, just because we don't know, but, but, but we all can kind of relate, you know, we're, we're not all, all that different really, uh, when you really get down to it. And so, uh, I, I appreciate the, the work that you're doing. And, uh, again, congratulations on, on almost being at a year and uh, hopefully, you know, it's not something that'll be slowing down anytime soon. You can you can keep it going and, and continue to to share those stories and bring out uh, you know some some good messages, some positive messages along the way. 
Yeah, as long as my, my boss keeps paying me to, to be on TV and and they just the podcast is just an extra thing thrown in there, just like you, you know, you you know, you uh, people can buy you a cup of coffee and mm-hmm. and uh, buy your book and and those kind of things, and, and it helps you continue because I mean, if it's like uh, if you're doing it for free, you might not be able to continue doing it, you know, in life in general. That's kind of how it, how it goes. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So as we're uh, getting to that point of of wrapping things up today, Jason, I can't can't you let you off the hot seat without a little uh, philosophical question here. So mm. uh, just 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 to be curious, you know, kind of going to pull from my, my list of, of regular, regular ish philosophical questions. Um, but, uh, you know, what, what does, what would you say that, that being a runner, being a member of the running community, uh, kind of means to you at this, at this point in your life? Like, I, I guess maybe a better way to ask it. Why, why do you still do it? Why, why do you, why, why does running light you up? Why does it, uh, you know, like you said, get out of bed at five o'clock in the morning on a Saturday when you could be sleeping in? Why, 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 uh, get out there and pound the street every, every single day as a run streaker? Why, why do you run at this point in your life? Well, um, I guess the, the, the two answers, the fun answer is I really like to eat and that's, that's <laughs> just in all honesty, I love pizza. I love cheeseburgers. Um, you know, and, and I know that, you know, um, you're kind of, uh, I think more of a high fat, low carb. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm kind of the old school runner, like high carb. So bring me the carbs bring me more of them, bring me salt, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and so uh, because I enjoy eating so much and we did these yo-yo diets up and down for, for you know, a decade, um, you know, now um, they say you can't out uh, eat, uh, outwork a bad diet. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, if you're running, you know, 40, 50 miles a week, you pretty much can get away with, you know, you need the carbs, you need the sugar, those kind of things. So for me, um, that's one of my motivations in all honesty to keep running is so I can eat what I want and I really don't gain or lose weight. I just kind of stay the same, which is not bad for a, a guy in his mid forties. Uh, the kind of more serious answer to that is, you know, um, running for me is just, and just kind of, it's very visceral, you know, when you compare it to other sports, like say bicycling's, you know, less impact on your body, that kind of thing. But you have to spend two or three thousand dollars probably on a bike. Mm. And other sports or team sports, those, and you kind of have to organize things. With running, you spend a hundred bucks on a pair of shoes, and, and um, you just walk out the door. Mm. And so it's 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 one of those very raw sports. Like you can run on a treadmill outside at a park in the dark and. Uh, you know, when it, early in the morning, whatever, whenever you want to go where it's safe, obviously. Right. And uh, so for me, it's, it's very visceral. Like I feel like I'm like out there with nature and, and with God. And and uh, one of my favorite verses is from Proverbs. It talks about, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Uh, acknowledge him in all thy ways and he will make your paths straight. And for me, I feel like running is a way to kind of just kind of get in that sweet spot where um, my path is straight a little more. Like um, it helps me mentally and and obviously physically. And so uh, I feel like if I just keep doing this and it's it's part of my my lifestyle, that uh, it's not going to hurt me um, Mm -hmm. as long as I don't overdo it like you talked about before. So I think that just, you know, and an opportunity to, you know, for an hour or two, uh, listen to a podcast, listen to a sermon or, or, or just kind of have my own thoughts about, okay, I have this to-do list. Let me think about what I need to do today. So, um, that, that's kind of part of it for me. So it's kind of a fun, like I like to eat and also serious, like, you know, it's, um, kind of just my path being straight, uh, you know, with myself and my family, with God. And I'm probably less grumpy, uh, mm-hmm. when I, when I run. So I think my wife probably can attest to that as well. Gotcha. Well, that's, those are, uh, Certainly, 
great reasons. I think, uh, you know, some combination of those are reasons that a lot of us get out there as well. So I appreciate you sharing that, Jason. And, and once again, guys, if you haven't uh, connected with Jason yet, if you enjoyed today's conversation, you want to kind of follow along with him on social media and things of that nature uh, on Twitter, it's at Jason Dennis WTVM on Instagram is at Jason a Dennis and on Facebook, just, you know, searching his name, Jason Dennis, uh, disruns.com slash eight, eight, eight is the link back to the show notes for today. Well, everything, everything linked up there as we always do. We'll also uh, make sure to, to ha- have a link in there to uh, the episode of the Run the Race podcast that I was on recently. Like Jason said, it's episode 42. Uh, and as this episode comes out, it's about three weeks ago, I think, that the episode went live. So uh, if, you, if you just find it, find the uh, Run the Race podcast in your podcast feed and scroll back a couple episodes, you should see it right there. Um, and, and while you're there, just go ahead and give it a subscribe and, and listen to some of the other episodes as well, because it is a, a good listen, uh, especially if, if kind of that, that blend of fitness and faith is something that you might be interested in. So, uh, Jason, thank you for uh, taking the time to join us today. Uh, certainly, thank you for uh, your friendship over the last, I mean, it, certainly over the last year and even beyond that a little bit before on social media and whatnot, but you know, making it making it official at Marine Corps last year and uh, continuing to, to stay in touch and, and running around the world with you. I appreciate you. Uh, thanks for the time today and certainly wish you nothing but the best going forward, my friend. Yeah, looking forward to uh, running uh, around the world with you for the next uh, year. Denny and I, thank you so much for the opportunity. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope that you enjoyed the conversation between Jason and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your takeaway from our chat today? Uh, for me, it, it was something that uh, maybe wasn't a specific thing that was said, but you know, when we, when we talked to Jason and kind of, you know, kind of heard his, his running story, um, you know, there was, there was an evolution in his goals, right? You know, he got into it. Um, and then eventually it was like, all right, I want to run this marathon in every state situation. Um, and then it's, you know, it it has now developed into something where that's still a goal, but also, you know, maybe a run streak and, and doing this, the streak that he's on. Um, and just, and just the idea, I guess that is my takeaway is the idea that, that it's, it's okay Maybe it's it's ideal for our, our running goals and our ambitions to to change and evolve as we go, as as we grow in the sport, as we uh, maybe experience more things, as we hear about more options, more possibilities, as our as our likes and desires kind of you know become more established, or they change, or we're we're interested in trying the trails or running some track events or whatever the case might be. Uh, I think too often myself. And maybe this is something that hits home with you as well. Uh, I think too often, you know, I kind of get stuck on these are my goals. You know, and I've, I've not been shy about sharing my goals about Boston qualifying, about running a marathon in every state. Um, but but those goals don't define me, right? And and as and I'm not saying that I'm I'm you know hedging or changing. Like those are still things that I absolutely want to do in the sport. But if I ever get to a point where either or both of those goals no longer excite me, no longer are things that I want to do. Um, I think that, that today's episode and today's conversation is, is a good reminder that, that that's okay, that things can evolve. You know, maybe I try a streak again at some point. I don't know. I don't think I'll do that, but you never know. Never know. Uh, maybe I try it and maybe it's, it's better this time. You know, it's been a long time since I've tried a streak. Maybe I'm at a point where I can handle running every day. Um, maybe not. But, but again, the moral of the story that the takeaway that I have for today is that it's okay for things to change. It's okay for, for new goals to come on the radar, old goals to be left behind. Um, and, and that evolution, that growth that we all have as individuals, 
why can't we also have those within our running, you know, within within the sport of running in general, but also within our, our running goals? So that was that was my takeaway. Maybe a little bit convoluted, maybe a little bit kind of, of reading between the lines today. Um, but the idea that that it's okay for goals to change and come onto your radar and fall off of your radar uh, in in our time as the sport and uh, something that I don't don't always think about and certainly don't always maybe uh, do for myself with the idea of just thinking about different things, trying new challenges. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. So that was my takeaway. What about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? Uh, let me know at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes today, which you can find at Dizruns.com slash 888. Leave your thoughts, feedbacks, comments, takeaways down there in the comment section while also checking out all the, the photos for today's uh, episode that Jason sent over, some links, all that good stuff in there in the show notes as well. Dizruns.com slash 888. Uh, and with that, we're about ready to, to wrap this one up. One last reminder, if you if you need some Tailwind, you want to try some Tailwind, you want to support the show at the same time, if you're whichever one of those two camps that you're in, uh, disruns.com slash Tailwind is my affiliate link. And all that does is point you right over to the, the official Tailwind website. But I get a little, uh, a little commission for sending you at no extra cost to you. So uh, it, it's appreciated when you use those affiliate links. They, they never cost you any more. Uh, but they do help, you know, with whatever it is that you're purchasing, help to support the show. Obviously, you don't have to buy any Tailwind if it's not something that you like or something you enjoy. But uh, if, if it's something that you want to try or if it is something that, uh, like like myself, you're a fan of the product and you want to support the show at the same time, disruns.com slash Tailwind. That's spelled just like, it's, like it sounds, T-A-I-L-W-I-N-D, disruns.com slash Tailwind. So uh, with that... Let's officially wrap this one up, y'all. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you did, go ahead and uh, hit that share button and send it along. Tell a friend. Uh, always appreciate when you're willing to uh, to vouch for the show and tell some other folks about it. Um, that's that's really, I mean, without, without question, that is like the biggest thing that you can do to support what we've got going on here is just telling others about it. Uh, because, uh, you know, the marketing budget is, is, is shallow, <laughs> if you will. Um, but your willingness to share the show or, uh, you know, forward an email or or whatever it is is uh, always appreciated so thank you for doing that and until next time y'all please be well take good care thanks again for listening and uh, we'll talk soon right see you guys